And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against network groups who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's up, everyone? I hope you're having an amazing day. Excited to spend a few minutes with you here right now and um, kind of offer a bit of an addendum <clears throat> slash a little bonus material to the podcast from um, a few episodes ago called Trust But Verify, which I was basically talking about uh, working with people in our business on an internal level at Rebels um, and making sure that they're qualified to do the job that, that they're doing and I'm basically walking you through a mistake that I made of not verifying someone that was doing the job. So um, just now, um, I uh, had one of our ads managers uh, reach out and basically I, I instructed them to scale up some of our ads by $200 a day. So we have some ads that are doing quite well and we wanted to uh, take those ads and bump them up. So I instructed them to increase the budget on those particular ads to $200 a day. And um, and so the so he took his orders and uh, you know, we talked about them, we, you know, kind of decided this together. And then he basically takes his orders that we come up with, and then he submits them out to a kind of ads processor, if you will. And she goes in and actually makes the physical changes in, in the, the behind the scenes in Facebook. Um, and so he, he texted me and he basically said, Hey, um, can we basically, you know, I'm, I just processed these two, the, 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 or I'm, I'm about to process, send the orders out for this $200 scale. Um, you know, can we make this adjustment? Basically, can we, uh, can we send the ads to these different, to these placements rather than the placements that we agreed upon, you know, because the, the numbers look good. And I was like, well, no, absolutely not. And let me give you a little bit more context. Um, about a week ago, we started, we ran a test ad um, at $20 a day. And essentially what we did is we changed the placement of the ad. So most of our ads on Facebook run on the news feeds, which is the most expensive place to buy them. We run on the news feeds and because that's like the top tier traffic, right? That's where the very best traffic is. We've done that for years because that's where they, uh, where they generally produce the best results, but they are the most expensive. He wanted to run a test and include a bunch of different placements. So things like the search box, things like um, video feeds, things like um, marketplace feeds, stuff like that. 
And in the past, um, you know, we used to test stuff like that out and basically you just get destroyed. Um, it, it very rarely ever produces anything useful at all and you just spend a bunch of money, but your metrics look really good. So you have really cheap clicks, cheap leads, all that stuff, but like the bottom line metrics suck. So basically no one's purchasing, no one's applying, no one's doing the high value actions. They're doing all the low value actions or what I call vanity metrics. And um, so I said, well, you know, I, this is my experience in the past with that. It's probably a waste of money, but sure, go ahead, you know, to run the test. He runs the test, runs 20 bucks a day for about a week, gets the metrics back, and they're pretty good. Um, the cost per lead itself is, um, is very, very good, very low. But the cost per applicant, which is in this particular funnel, is the metric that we're tracking. That's like the high value action, right? And it was okay. It wasn't great. It wasn't horrible. So it was, an, it was good enough to leave on. Um, but the, the front end stats were really, really good. So we're like, well, maybe there's something to it. So we turned another one on. And so now we have two on 20 bucks a day, so 40 total with all these different placements. And we're going to see how that goes. And we decided that yesterday. Then today we decide to, hey, let's bump up these other ads that are doing good. Let's crank those up by 200 a day each. And so he goes and kind of, you know, he's supposed to go take those away. And those are on the just regular news feeds. And he goes and starts to, you know, put punch all those up. He texts me in the middle of him doing this and says, Hey, can I run these on all feeds, right on all placements? And I didn't get the text. I was doing stuff with the baby. So it's like an hour later that I responded. I said, No, you know, we don't have enough data. Don't do that. You know, like you're, you're, you'll be guessing if you do that. And he kind of goes back and forth with me, essentially kind of trying to make his case that like, hey, I need to, I need, like, I really think that we should put them in all placements. So I said, well, how many applicants have we received for the money that we've spent? What's our high value action? How much have we, how many have we got? And he's like, well, we got one. I'm like, okay, so we've spent, you know, 20 times seven or 20 times eight now. So 160, 150, 160 bucks. We've got one applicant. Why in the world would I scale that? Like, no way. Absolutely not. And like, you know, that needs to run longer. You need to find out if you can actually get that cost down before you scale it. And he kind of pushed back again. And I was like, listen, you want to put your credit card in there by all means, go ahead. But until then, no. And the reason I say that is not to say like, hey, look at me flexing in front of one of our ads managers. That's not the point. And in fact, he's a very, very smart person. And so he totally agreed. He's like, oh yeah, you're right. I was kind of looking at that, you know, a little bit, a little bit this way. And so you know, he's like, yeah, that sounds good. The reason I'm bringing that up is because I want you to be tracking your, your ultimate action in your funnels more than anything. You know, the, at the end of the day, the ultimate metric is money in versus money out. Are you making more than you're spending on your advertising? Because if you're not, then what are you doing, right? And then you back it up into the less, into the closest high value action that you can track. So in our case, in that funnel, it's cost per applicant. That's the, the bottom line metric that we're tracking right there. Um, so yeah, the cost per lead was really, really good on those, but our highest value action is not yet stabilized. And so I basically said to him, I said, you know, um, we need to, we only scale things that we know will work. You don't scale things that you aren't sure will work. And so I want to reiterate that to you. Um, so, uh, go through your statistics with fine tooth comb, know where things are coming from and don't make calls that you don't know are gonna work. So you, when you test things, you give them a test budget. So you know, for us right now, 
you know, thank you, Lord, our test budgets are way bigger than they used to be. So like I can spend 20 or 40 bucks a day on a test and let it run for a week or two and get the data back. When I first started, I just spent, you know, $3 a day for five days or for not even like $3 a day for three days. I could spend like 10 bucks a week on a test at best. And, you know, you just, you know, you just kind of work your way up. And so there's people out there that probably spend $1,000 a day on a test. Um, so, uh, anyway, only scale stuff that you know works. That's the bottom line here. Scale what you know works. Test things that you don't know about. Anyway, hopefully this helps. Um, we appreciate y'all. Love y'all. If you found value in this, leave a review and a rating down below. And with that, I'll talk to y'all soon. Thanks, guys. Thank <laughs> you.